Welcome to Running a Dream, the podcast presented by Luzire Board and co-host Dario Randall. Hello, everyone. This is Lucire Boy, your host to Running the Dream, the podcast. On this week's episode, we have Sharon Tatum Garcia and Alice Marr, who are leaders and co-founders of Roar, which is Rural Oak Area Runners. And we're also going to be interviewing Dr. Allison J. and Matt A. We had a wonderful time on Gross Ill this past weekend for the half marathon, Rock CF. We had a awesome win that came in and blew us around but we still got it in and had a great time i also have a discount code for all the free press races if you're still on the fence and you're thinking about running the free press marathon well this might help you get off the fence with this 10 percent off on the race the code is capital a the rest of these letters are lowercase l-i-c-e-r-o-c-k-s 2018. Put that code into the registration box and you'll receive 10% off. I just want you all to sit back, relax, put on your head gear. I'm going to take you for a trip through the atmosphere and just hold on tight with all your mic because we're going to have this podcast rock today. I'll talk to you guys later. Enjoy the show. Hey everybody, this is your host Lucire Boyd and this is another episode of Running the Dream and today I have an um, awesome runner from Roar which is um, Royal Oak Area Runners and her name is Sharon Tatum Garcia and it was awesome to have you today on the show. Thank you. Sharon. I'm, I'm excited. So Sharon, we were just talking about it, it's just a small world how we as runners know some of the same people in the metro area and just so happened you know um jennifer and um and i run with jennifer and we do a bagel run <laughs> I love it. we're right now interviewing at um einstein hi jennifer <laughs> <laughs> einstein brothers bagel here in um this side of the street is called um is it berkeley or huntington this Woods? is berkeley this yep. is berkeley we're over yep, in berkeley and we run out of here on on Sunday sometime and, and do a bagel run at six in the morning. It's crazy. We're eating bagels and eggs here by seven yeah. and we're home by eight or eight thirty. Small world, yeah. Um we've been talking a little bit before we officially met for the podcast right now and yeah, we have a lot of people in common and I was telling my husband last night about your bagel run. I'm like, you'll never believe because we we were power walking through the neighborhood and we passed Jennifer's house. Okay. And I said, You'll never believe that the guy that I'm doing the podcast with tomorrow runs with Jennifer, and they meet here at the bagel shop at 6 a.m. They're done with everything by 8. It's crazy. <laughs> Getting it in, though. So, Sharon, tell me about your running experience, how you started running and everything. And what what is your, yeah. um, what, what, what motivates you to keep going? Yeah, and yeah. Oh, I'm excited to tell you my story. Okay, so... I started running when I was 29 years old. I was living in San Diego, which I saw your San Diego video, which that was pretty much my neighborhood. I lived, in, I lived in San Diego for six years. For the Navy? Yeah. Oh I was stationed on 32nd Street. What year? Um, 80s. 
88, January the 1st, 88 is when my plane landed. Okay. And I left in um, 93, I believe. Mm, I was there. When I, I was there. I moved there in like 91 and um, spent all my 20s in San Diego. I was not athletic. I didn't work out. I smoked and partied a lot and just had fun as a young 20-year-old person. And I was riding my bike to work. I was 29. And I was crossing um, Broadway or Kettner, one of those big streets in San Diego, down by the um, water downtown. By the water. And I saw the marathon, the Rock and Roll Marathon. I think it was the second year of the Rock and Roll Marathon. Okay. San Diego Rock and Roll Marathon. And I had never seen a marathon. I didn't know what it was. And I was stopped by the marathon to cross the street. So I was watching people cross the finish line. I was right there. Oh, you were right at the finish yes. line. Yes. That was nice. And I could feel their the energy. feeling. Yes, I could feel it. I had no idea what it was. And um, I was on my bike and I was like, I want to know what that feels like. Because I could sense that it was really emotional and it was very like power packed. And I'm like, I want that. So I, um, this was pre-internet. So I, I met a coach through um, the newspaper. Okay. He advertised to help people run. And um, I met him. He lived in La Jolla and he was a really big time runner. Okay. And I don't remember his name, but... He knew everybody, right. and I knew no. I had no connection to running, but um, I hired him. I gave him a hundred dollars, and he helped me learn how to run. He ran with me, and I would go run with him. And um, the very next year, and then I did the San Diego half, the out back in um, like Del Mar area. Okay. And uh, crushed it. Like I had no idea what I was doing. He gave. He let me borrow his heart rate monitor. Oh wow. He's like, just keep going. <laughs> Um, that next year I did the um, San Diego Full. Wow, that's yeah. that's amazing. And I was just um, transformed into a runner. Wow, that's <laughs> yeah. amazing. I was in San Diego a few weeks ago, and I was running downtown and seeing how they, you know, they all these big major cities are changing their the front of the city, and it, it was real nice being able to run along the whole waterfront downtown and go through some of the streets that I used to. Um, I used to ride a motorcycle back then, and I used to, I used to go downtown a lot. But it was just amazing seeing seeing development. It was weird. I used to work at this company called General Dynamics in San Diego. Mm -hmm. So when I got off the plane, the weirdest thing I they, they take you to the rental car. You pick up your rental car. When I went out the um, the rental car place, it goes through this tunnel, and you come out, and it comes out on a street called Sassafras mm -hmm. Street. And I look to the left, and it goes under this overpass under um, Interstate 5 uh -huh. right there. And it just blew me away that where the rental car building is, you got all these levels where you rent cars, that that used to be General Dynamics, and I used to oh work right there. I remember that. And yeah. that was just that was the weirdest gone. thing. It's, it's gone, and now it's oh a rental car place God. for the airport. Wow. <laughs> I used to live right off the 5, right under the flight path. I mean, the flight, the air, the flights would just go right over my apartment. So I looked oh, over yeah. the bay, and my run, my little run was, I go down first, turn right to the um, to the water, okay, and then go right along the water, and then go up that street, that Fourth Avenue. I think it was just like a huge oh, hill, straight up. Yeah, and that kind of be my little run. Oh, that was, that was good. 
Yeah, San Diego is hilly. I saw your video on your Facebook page, and I was watching you run through Little Italy, and that was like my neighborhood, and I'm like, <laughs> so beautiful and developed and like yes it was yes. pretty back then but it looked really polished yeah it's, it's it's interesting you know the way we are in um we are connected in some way with something with all the runners mm -hmm. so what's so true what started you um running after that as far as uh what what races did you do after that i've done a lot of halves a lot of halves i did um you know, and after that marathon, I thought I was done. Thought like, I did. did it, I knew what it felt like, and I was going to take a break. And okay. then, um, just as time went on, I was jonesing for that um, feeling of just running for was, pleasure. That hunger. Yeah. yeah. And so I started running um, my first 5K in San Diego before all the, um, before the half, before the full was the San Diego Jingle Ball Run in okay. Balboa Park. And um, I just... Uh, just wanted to keep it up, you know? And um, I used to run through Bilbo Park every day. After really? Work. Oh my yeah, god. I, I feel like I, our cross passed cross. Yeah, it's crazy. I used to I used to live on Pershing Street mm -hmm. right there that runs through there at the top. It was a little neighborhood just south of University Street. I looked on first and grape. Wow. Right there. Okay, right there, Grape. That's funny. My hotel was right near Grape Street a few weeks ago. Down downtown. Really? Yeah. Uh Nostalgia, oh my god. Yes, it's crazy. Um, yeah, I just wanted to keep running. I just did, and I never ran with a group. I, I met people and um, would talk about it, and if they were runners, we'd coordinate a run together, but I did not run with a group okay. for, ever until I came to Michigan. And then I, um, after San Diego, I uh, moved to Chicago. Okay. And again, I ran alone and made friends. Uh, anyone I made a friend with who happened to run, we run together and our friendships always became stronger through running always no doubt all my friends are runners and I do believe that it's the running side by side and not looking at each other like we're sitting here looking in right, each other's right, eyes right. but you're looking out together while you're running and you have the most um, open like conversations like things are said in a much faster way you get to know each other faster absolutely so my strongest friendships are through running and then um, when I moved to uh, Michigan here in Royal Oak, I had kept my job in Chicago, so I had no work friends here. I had no, um, didn't know anyone. I was really isolated. So I went to meetup.com to look for a book club. You okay. know? And then I found the Royal Oak Area Runners and uh, joined them in, in 2009. So you, you met them on, um, on the internet? On Meetup. With yeah. Meetup. Meetup. That's Thank interesting. God. I mean, I, jo I I went to meet up looking for a book club, and then I never actually went to the book club, but I went to the first <laughs> few runs you, with Roar, and as, I just... As I say, you thought you was looking for something, but you was you found really what you really that, wanted to find. Isn't that the truth? That's exactly right. Oh, my gosh. I, I, um, I hooked up with um, Hamtramck that way. Hamtramck has a running club called Treads. And um, I used Treads? to run with yeah, I used to run with them, and I I met them on uh, Meetup. Oh, cool! So that was very interesting. I really want to um, go to more um, running clubs, but um, when you and I were talking on the phone the other day, when I said all the running clubs should get together and do a run, and you're like, they do. They're like the crim. 
or Detroit Marathon. That's where all the running clubs come together. I'm like, you're right. If they all came together, it would be enormous. That's what that is. No doubt, no doubt. If, if, if all of the running clubs in Southeast Michigan were to come together and just say, let's do a group run, we would have to have police in whatever community yeah. that is to stop traffic, because that's how many of us deep we would be. It would be like a, a motorcycle It'd club. It would be like the crib. Yeah, be just like that. I just wish all running clubs had a shirt to identify themselves, you know, at races. Like, we have a shirt, but it's it's always a small production. They always, members have to pay for it themselves, and I just wish everyone could get their own shirt so you could identify, you know, the different running clubs. That'd be amazing. Now, Run Detroit does that. We're, we're probably- Run Detroit has a we, shirt? We're, 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 yeah, we, if you, this um, Sunday, matter of fact, there's a awesome run on Gross Eel called Rock CF. Oh, yeah. And we're, we're usually like 20 or 30 deep with um, Run Detroit nice. Flight Club shirts on. Nice. Yeah. So I know some Roar people will be there on Saturday. And then Black Men Run, when I run with Black Men Run and we meet up, we all wear Black Men Run shirts. I feel like I've seen those. Yeah, you'll see BMR. If you see BMR, that's Black Men Run. Okay. And then we just got a flag and we got a flagpole and now we can run with carrying a flag yeah, of our I want running a flag. club. Who, how'd you get the flag? I mean, how, who paid for it? Like, oh, man, I want we stuff all, like we that. We put in like Everybody. five or $10 in just to get the flag. Nice. And then we That's are. That's what I want, more merch. Yeah. Yeah, what, you said, more merch. Yeah, merchandise, you know? yes, absolutely. It kind of brings people together a little bit more. Yeah, big time, big time. So I'm looking forward to, um, seeing all the running friends this weekend. Did you get your 14 miler in? Yeah, I got that in and my watch went off at like mile 11 and a oh, half. Bummer. So it's like, oh no, if it ain't, I always. It did happen. I always say this saying, I say, <laughs> yeah. if it ain't on your watch, it didn't happen. <laughs> it did happen. I know it feels like it really didn't, I know. But it feels so weird because we use our running watches all the time. I mean, I can, you can see a runner right off rip by their watches half the time. I'm obsessed with mine right now. Yeah, I, mean, I think we like, all really are. really obsessed with it. I want to hit my standing goal. I want to hit my um, my exercise goal. And I'm not quite at my calories, 550 a day. Okay. And then my steps. And that's, you, you, you carried an Apple Watch. Yeah. I used to only wear it when I when I worked out or ran. And then I got... Someone cha uh, someone shared with me that for a hundred days they hit every goal and for a hundred um, days in a row over a hundred. Oh yeah. wow, and that they is closed amazing! Each loop and I thought, wow, I'd like to try that. Right. I have not been able to do that more than three days in a row. It's okay. really hard. Yeah, so it's just a fun. You know, everybody likes things to keep them going. Yeah, it keeps you, know? you going. It keeps you active. These yeah. new um, electronics and technology that we have. It allows us to take our own selves to the next level mm -hmm. and allows us to push ourselves to where we wouldn't normally push ourselves, but because we got this device on us, it's like, oh snap, I only got this many steps, let me get some more steps in. I know, it's like, <laughs> oh, I only have 30 more cal calories, I'll do some jumping jacks before, before bed. Yeah, I'm the same way, and you know what, speaking of running groups, um, I did Detroit Marathon in 2009, you know, and I was always kind of like a happy ten and a half miler, always just kind of like a jogger. Right. right. And um, 
I was hanging out with everyone after the run, and we were all laughing, and I said, if I were 70 years old, I would have qualified for the Boston Marathon if I were a 70-year-old man. Okay. But this time, I had like five-hour marathon or okay. something like that. And it just got me thinking about what it takes to qualify for Boston. I'd never tried before. I'd never even thought about it. But it was just being with the running group, being with other people who were talking about that. Absolutely. So I um, got it stuck in my head to try and um, started doing speed work, set some goals, and um, did Cleveland in 2010. And went from a five-hour marathon to a three-hour and 59-second marathon. Wow! Yeah! Just under four? Mm-hmm. That is amazing. That's, that's an interesting time. It was a huge um, jump. decrease. Yeah, a huge jump in, in a huge PR. But I was so bummed out. I was so close. You know, I think my time, my qualifying time would have been like 350. And I was like, just like seven or eight minutes off. Okay. So I tried again. Chicago 2010. And that's where I qualified. Um, Awesome. Yeah. And it was a three hour and 40. Oh, you crushed it. Yeah, 343 maybe. You crushed it. Yeah. That was good. And I would have never even thought about the possibility of doing Boston if it hadn't been for running with a group. So what year did you do Boston? 2011. 2011, two years before the bomb. Yes. Wow. Yep. And even that year, 2013, when that bombing happened, my phone blew up. People were calling me. Facebooking, like, oh, you're not there, are you? I'm like, I love that you think I might be there, but no, I'm not there. But oh my god! And that night, that next, uh, that was Monday. The next day was Roar Run, um, Tuesday night, and we had um, posted on our page that we're going to do a moment of silence. Oh my gosh, we had so many people come out that wow. day after the Boston bombing. It was so powerful, and we had a moment of silence, and we all ran and. Really yeah, I went a few days later. We they had a, a run over at um, Kensington Park called Runners oh, for Boston. Yes. I have a friend who did that. And I went over there and they gave out shirts and um, little paper BF numbers. Yeah. And we just ran in honor of, of the Boston bombing. That was that was really really good. Whoever came, I don't know who came up with that. If you're in the um, listening audience, I just like to say thank you. That was that was real nice for you to do that for the running community in Michigan. I know my friend Mandy, Mandy Proctor, she went, so I'm going to tell her to listen to this podcast, and I bet she knows who put it on. Okay. Um, yeah, it was feeling the love for the runners and for the spectators, because for marathons and all many races, um, spectators is such an unusual thing with what we have. Absolutely. You know, the spectating. Absolutely. So. Wow. Yeah. And when did you start running? You know what? I, I started running. I was a high school runner. Um, That's right. I yeah, this in the podcast. I ran track. And I was um, all city. Did real good in um, Detroit. Won the two mile relay team in two, um, 87, 1987. And, um, came in second in the state that, that year. And then I stopped. I went to the military, stopped running after a while. Then I started back in 2011. Wow, that's a break. Yeah, it was a serious break, and I had to get my running legs back and get my cardio it takes back. Time. And um, I, 
haven't looked back. It's like I enjoy running. I've, every year, I'm faster than the year before. Mm -hmm. So it's been a gradual, life-changing experience. And um, I've changed my diet tremendously. So I'm expecting over the next year to really drop a lot of weight. Because oh, most of the... I noticed with most of my running friends that are real fast, as far as the males are concerned, they are 150 pounds, 140 some pounds, and it's like I'm 30 pounds higher than those guys. That's why my pace is a couple minutes slower than them. Yep. So as I drop, you guys better look out. I'm coming to get you. <laughs> You'll be catching up to them very soon. Oh yeah, I used to run a 540, uh, um, a 448 mile. That was my mile and a. My, my 5K back in those days was an 1830. Wow. And, uh, and my, my first marathon was 16 years old back in 80. Okay, I love that story. And I have to tell you, um, so I told you already, but I want all the listeners to know that I love this podcast and I was so excited to be a part of it because of the stories. The story that Richard told about running. I never knew he went to um, high school in Detroit. And... Um, you talking about your marathon with your brother and how you didn't go to school the next day, but the day after that you wore your shirt. I'm like, everybody knows what that feels like. Everybody listening gets yes, inspired. Absolutely. And so that's what we're all looking for is inspiration to like keep going. You know? Keep so, going. You got to keep it go. going. And oh my goodness, tomorrow's episode, oh my goodness, that's going to be epic. Um, I, I, I was able to... Um, interview a professional boxer oh yeah i saw the promotion nice and, and he talks about taking your body to the limit and telling your body no your body your telling your mind no yeah your body will keep going yeah the body will keep going but he says you have to put your body under subjection subjection because it's like it, it was tired but these bodies can go so much further than what we think they can we think that's it you'd be surprised you, especially if you ever run a, a, a ultra run, I, when I ran Marquette, when I got to mile 17, I, I had caught this big cramp in my leg and I just knew it was about to end. I said, oh man, I don't think I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna DNF this race. And I, and I got to the, um, to the, what they call it, the, the um, area where you get your snacks and everything. And um, they introduced me to a drink called Heed from the makers of Hammer Nutrition. Oh yeah, I've heard about Hammer. I drank this stuff and all of my lactic acid in my legs just literally went away. Wow. When I got to the next aid, aid station, when yeah, I got to yeah. the next aid station, they asked, they, when you come in there, it's like going into a pit, like when you're in a um, Indy 500. So I went in there and they was like, what would you like? And I said, you know what? I want some heat. I said, fill my backpack up with heat so I could be drinking that through my straw okay. instead of water. When I got to mile 28, Sharon, I promise you, I said to myself, I can do 15 more miles easily wow. right now. I'm ready. I didn't have any pain in my legs at all. And I was so. like, that that let me know right then. If you, Our bodies is just like a car. You keep putting gas in a car and it can go, 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 go. But if you take, let, drive in that car.
car runs out of gas, it's gonna stop. But you gotta put that fuel in it while the car is going. You can't wait till you run out of gas. That's right. And then put the gas in the car. And you need to use high quality gas. High quality gas. Yeah. Don't put that 85 octane <laughs> in your body, okay? Well, I think with this podcast that you could probably get a sponsorship from Hammer because we've talked about them like three times now. Oh, wow. Mentioned their brand name. So I, I think you're going to do a lot with this podcast. I'm excited for you. I'm obsessed with podcasts. So when I heard about it last week when Richard promoted it on Running for Brews, Facebook page, which they were so nice to mention the Royal Oak Area Runners. I love Oh, they love you guys. Beckett. Oh, we they, love each other. They, like, there's you, huge you guys are just, y'all just cousins. Yeah, you know, yeah, literally. That's right. Y'all yeah. cousins. It's yes. like, dude, that's my cousin. Don't mess with them. You mess yeah. with them, you mess with me. That's family. We're all one. Yeah, yeah. We're one. But I was super excited that we have a podcast now and that I'm like, I got to meet this guy. I got to talk about Royal Oak Area Runners. I'm, I'm glad you reached out to yeah. me. I really, you know. Oh, man. Loved it. And I love listening to Justin's marathon story, too. How Oh, yeah. Loved hearing about um, Run Detroit, which I did not know that there was no running store in Detroit before that. I didn't know that. He filled an incredible need. He felt the niche. That was the niche. And, the, and his location, Justin's location is perfect. It's right in the heart of Detroit. It's great. In Midtown, where Wayne State University is. I mean, how could you not go any better than that? He did, and this is one thing, while he was telling his story, I felt like you've hit a cool mark here because people love talking about their running stories. Like, And I love, we love hearing them. I liked hearing about your, you did an ultra. That's amazing. You Thank did you. that. Thank you. And um, to hear those little details about how you got through, it keeps you going. You know? So when he talked about training in Michigan in the cold, ready to crush LA Marathon and then it was hot and it just was over and everyone can relate to that you know at every level that's what I'm concerned about I've been running in the cold all winter and then next month I got a I got a marathon in Las Vegas and I just looked at the future forecast for next week in Las Vegas it's like 70 80 degrees and I, it's nowhere in, Det- in Detroit you can practice running for that kind of temperature somewhere inside and with the heat on yeah it would have to be with the heat on (laughs) literally over your head which is impossible crazy i know it's hard (laughs) because everything's different where you take in the fluid what what type of fluids exactly and more of it Mm -hmm. you you figure the runners here in michigan because it's so cold, we're taking less. We forget. Yes. We forget to run. We Hydration. To hydrate, yeah. yeah, because we like, it's cold, I'm good. No. <laughs> it's a good reminder. Everyone out there running, you still need to hydrate, don't forget. Hydration, hydration, hydration is important in running, as in um, real estate, location, location, location. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's, right. That's, right. That's, right. That's a good one to remember. Yeah. Nice. So, um, is there anything else you'd like to say about running? Yes. Well, first of all, um, let's see. I wrote some notes down so I wouldn't forget. First, um, I loved in the podcast how Rebecca talked about Marathel. So, um, she's not around. Are you going to join us tomorrow? Absolutely. Yes. Okay, good. Absolutely. She won't be there, unfortunately. Okay. We'll, we'll, but, we'll get a future. A yeah, future. Yeah. Um, but I want to talk about the other organizers for the Royal Oak Area Runners. We go by Roar. And, um... People can find us on meetup.com, and we're also on Facebook. Awesome, and, um, awesome. 
We have a few organizers. It's our 10-year anniversary. We've been doing this for 10 years, and um, we're going to have our anniversary in September of this year, 2018. One and, decade, okay. Yeah. And um, there's some old-timers now, like Alice. She inspires so many people. She, um, she's been, she ran with me my first run. Oh, awesome. And um, now she's a co-organizer with me, and every year she does so much for Roar. She will do a brunch at her house in her own home. She'll open up her house. Nice. And anyone who comes to the Saturday morning run, which we meet at 9 a.m. on Saturdays, and then in the summer we also have an 8 a.m., for people who want to double up and do five and five. Okay. Um, or who want to beat the heat, they can come at eight. But she'll open up her home. She's an incredible cook. She'll do waffles and bacon. Oh, and she'll just I, need, I need to do that run. Yeah, she, I yeah. Need to, I need to make, make sure she I'm does. near. Make sure I'm you near. Know. But she does Goodness. that. And then Andy, he's a runner. And he has done, his goal is to do a marathon in every country wow. and every state. So he's one of those. And state? Yeah. He's I'm, one I'm of doing every state. You I, are? Every, yes. Okay, so Andy's yes. doing that too. And um, he every year he'll post like where he's been, he'll post his map, okay. and where he's going that year. Nice. And nice. he, um, what he'll do is he like will high five everyone like Richard does, you know, like when they're going by. He'll, right, like, right. Because Roar is a little more organic. We, um, like if I'm not there, the show goes on. Right. It's not me. It's, um, it's like downtown runners and walkers. Yeah, it's it goes on fluid. whoever's there takes yeah, over. Exactly. So it's not about me. Um, and uh, Lori is also an organizer. And um, she is amazing. She does the Thursday night run, which is right here at Westbourne parking lot, which is right over there. Okay. We meet in that parking lot, we drop, and we run through Huntington Woods, nice. which is a beautiful run. Nice. I love running near the, um, the, zoo. Near the zoo and hearing the sounds every yeah. now and then of animals behind that big gate. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, during the holidays, you can see the lights from back there. You know, they do that big holiday oh, lights thing, so yeah. you can see the lights. Oh, I love that. I, I, I went there, um, not this um, Christmas, Christmas before this. That's a great event. Yeah, I really like the light shows. And then when you run through Huntington Woods, like I like to do it at least a, each season. I'm not there every Thursday, but Lori tries to be there. Okay. And you've got the tulips and all the spring blooms and everyone's landscaping, and then you've got the Halloween decorations, right. Christmas. People just go Beautiful all community. Out. That community, yeah. they, 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 they do it. They do it there. They, they do, do it. it up. And then, um, speaking of the community, we really try to connect with the community with Roar. So that's one thing I've tried to do in my time with Roar, taking the lead. Like, um, before me was Terry. Terry McNamara, he was an organizer before I was. Okay. And what he did for Roar was, because it's always evolving, and what he did was he made it very inclusive very social so before Terry took over it was we never went and had a beer afterwards okay. on Tuesday night it was just kind of like people would go hey you want to go have a beer and hey do you want to go and kind of go off on their own okay he changed it so that we all went together to Lockhart's together okay very inclusive you ran with us you're part of Roar come that was Sweet. a big evolve, um, evolve. That, that makes it more of a family. It was very important. I, I, I loved what he did. And then when I took the, my turn, I thought, we've got this piece of it, the inclusive and the social part of it. What we want now is to be more part of the community, to know for people to know who we are when we're exactly. running. Exactly. So we did a big shirts um, run 
you could see um, see our logo. We got a refresh logo. Sweet. Um, got a bunch of sponsors to connect with us and um, help pay for it, and their logos were on the back of the shirt. Nice. Um, nice. We um, and Hanson started actually sponsoring us because the meetup website is costs money. So okay. um, they fund that for us. And oh, each year awesome. they pay for our presence on the meetup site, which is wonderful. Oh, that is real wonderful. And then this, um, April 6th, so this may run before um, before then, so people listening can hear that we have a spring fling every year okay. where Hanson's hosts us and they give us a party. They give us pizza, beer, and discounts. April the 6th? Friday what? night, join Friday us. night, because April the 2nd, I know the Oh, no, that's in um, June. I'm mixing that up because I know they have another party for your sister um, spot for um, running for brews. That's the first uh, Monday, though, in June. Oh, yeah, their birthday. Right, the yeah. birthday. That's huge. Oh, my God, the way they So yours is in that. April, though, April the 6th. No, no, that's not our birthday. Hanson. Hanson's every year. Okay. We have a, it's called the Spring Fling. Okay. And they put, they give us a party and they put everything on sale. So you get 20% off anything in the store and 40% off all the clearance winter stuff they're trying to oh, put Oh, that's out. a so good deal. It, they just really take care of us for that one night. 40% off? Wow. And for people who've taken a break through the hard winter, it's a nice place to come back and start talking about races and, you know. Now, where is Hanson's store? That's on 11 Mile or somewhere it's that way. It's on Rochester. Rochester Road. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's not far from here. So they're like... They're a big part of, of Roar now. And, okay. Um, but uh, no, our birthday will be September, like September. September. And that's another party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try and like, I'm putting together a committee to try and like get. You know what? That's what I love about being part of all the running community is all the running clubs have their individual little party. Yes. A different time of year, actually, now that I'm oh. thinking about it. Because we See, now you can be the link for all of these groups. You really are the ambassador now. So if you post it, we can all come. Like, I want people to come to the Spring Fling at Hanson. Absolutely. Like, join us. So make sure, if you're in my um, listening voice, come to the, what is it called? The, the Spring Fling. The Spring Fling. Friday, April 6th. Friday, April the 6th. At Hanson's. At Hanson's. And we'll be upstairs in that party room. They'll be giving us brews and pizza and Hanson's, sales. Hanson's in, in um, Royal Oak. Yeah, Make sure right. you go to the right Hanson's. There's a few Hansons in town. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and then, um, let's see what else. Man, that I is think awesome. That's it. <laughs> well, you know what? It's been an honor having you today, Sharon. I really enjoy having conversations with you and, um, I enjoyed it too. Learning more about the different running clubs in the Royal Oak area, and I'm looking forward to running with you, to, you and the um, people tomorrow. I want to learn. Club. I want tomorrow. I want you to teach me how to videotape and run at the same time. My specialty. Okay, good. I probably do the best um, videos in, in in the metro area it's when like it comes San to Diego running. San Diego one was like straight. It was clear. Like, usually if you're running, it's going to be like this. I've, I've, I've mastered it. Okay, I want to learn how to do that because you, I was with you for a few minutes during that run. Okay, you know? good. And That's I what wanna, I was taking everybody on the run yeah. with me. And I want to share with people our Saturday morning run so you can see, like, 
who's there and who, you know have a conversation. Absolutely, I'd be more than happy to post that on Facebook for I'm you. I'm gonna take your. I want to do it with my phone too. So okay. like you'll have yours, I'll have mine, and we'll okay, cool. do it together. Okay, cool. Cool. You're awesome. gonna you're gonna really enjoy that. Well, I love what you're doing. I think it's like you said. This is the third. This will be the fourth one. Yeah, this will be the fourth. And it will go on for a long time because the stories. People like telling them, and they like hearing them. Absolutely. And it just keeps you going. And you know what? I just found out I have a niece over in um, Kansas City um, named Mercy, Mercy Boyd, and she um, inboxed me and told me she loves listening to my podcast because, you know, it's nationwide. You can hear it all over oh, yeah. the nation. And she, she says that she doesn't listen to music. She listens to podcasts when she runs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I didn't, I, I didn't realize that a lot of people like just listening to podcasts when you run. And and I can understand that because while you're listening, you forget you running and you get all your miles you in. Get it, you get into the conversation. I love podcasts for that reason. And I was just telling my friend, a book on audio book, I will doze off. But if I'm listening to a conversation on a podcast, I'm so into it. So if you're listening and you're running... Keep going. <laughs> You're doing great. <laughs> Keep it moving. You can do it. There, there's a saying, go as far as you can see. And then when you get there, you can go a little further. Uh, this is just great. I just, I'm just, i so glad we met. This is going to be great. So I'm going to... Um, I'm looking forward to tomorrow running Me with you too. guys. This is gonna be my. I love running the first time with groups because everybody's looking like, who is this guy? Who's this? Who's this new guy? Right. <laughs> We're gonna give you a big welcome. And this, you all, you have a wonderful time. I hope you all enjoyed the podcast. Um, this is another episode of Running the Dream, and I am your host, Lucia Boy. And remember, God loves you, and I do too. I love that part of it. Hello, everybody. I just wanted to emphasize when Roar meets. Sharon, tell me again when Roar meets. Okay, thank you. Okay. So, we meet Saturday morning at the Royal Oak Library at 9 a.m. Meet at the steps of the library. We take off at 9 sharp. Then we meet Tuesday night at 7 p.m. from the Royal Oak Library. Meet at the steps of the library. And then Thursday night, we meet in the Westbourne parking lot at 7 p.m. And um, I think that's it. All right. There you go. So if any of you guys are looking for a new place to go run or join us, everyone is welcome. All paces, everybody is welcome. And then we go for a cup of coffee after the Saturday morning run. And then we go for a beer after the Tuesday run. So it's always a refreshing beverage after each run. Mm -hmm. It's nothing like a cup of coffee after a run. So you all just... Or beer. Or, or beer. <laughs> Thank you. All right. You all be blessed and prosperous. And remember, God, God loves, loves you. you. And, and we, we do, do too. too. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is your host, Lucia Boyd. And this is another episode of Running the Dream. I have a real good runner today. We're going to hear a nice story about um, my new running friend, Alice Marr. Alice Marr, it's nice having you on the show today. Nice to be here, Lucia. So tell me about yourself. Tell me how did you start running? I started running about 11 years ago, and I ran solo for quite a while, for a couple years. Um, then I just happened to be 
browsing the web and saw this running group in Royal Oak. Okay. Um, so I joined. And I, little did I know it had only been um, a running group for one month. Wow. And that was um, October 2008. Timing so is interesting. Right. So it's been uh, over, over, over ten nine years. years. Yes, almost 10 years. Yeah, 10 years. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. What, what interests you in running? Oh, I had to lose some weight. <laughs> you know what? That's yeah. most people. I, I just had a... Um, my son, two years previously, and it was just, the pounds weren't coming off. And uh, an athletic trainer neighbor mentioned to me, I'm tired of seeing you speed walk all the time by. Could you just go run already? And she was frank about it. Oh my goodness. You can do it. And I said, Oh, my knees. Oh, no, I can't run. So she said, Okay. So I started running one block, two wow. blocks, you know, jog walk, jog walk. Um, before you knew it, it was a mile, and then it was three, and then I started hooking up with people at races, and it was like, man, went, that's went, awesome. That's went awesome. from there, um, and there was a point where I was doing uh, quite a few half marathons. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wow, that is amazing. So, losing weight—that's the number one. I hear that a lot. People want to lose weight, they start running. Fifteen pounds came off in a year. Fifteen pounds. Just in naturally. One, just naturally I running. Still ate. <laughs> and you still ate whatever Real you food. wanted to. Correct. Huh? That is that is great. But I you're mean healthy. You're healthier. Okay. Yeah, right. You're um. What they call it? Your your um. Man, I can't get my words together right now. It's funny. Your metabolism, I'm trying to say, it right. went, went up real fast. That's, that's Muscle tone, yeah. more muscle, burn more fat. Wow. Mm -hmm. Tell me about this. Um, you raising funds for different organizations? Correct. Uh, the last six or seven years, um, I've been on the committee for this race called Run, Walk, Boom. Um, it sponsors the fireworks that are held over Rackham Golf Course, okay. which is right behind the Detroit Zoo. Wow. Um, so Huntington Woods has been funding this uh, fireworks, the, these fireworks, for at least 20 years. But there was a point where they started asking the community to, hey, can you pitch in? So they formed this committee to help raise funds for it every year. Wow. So um, we have a 5K every year, a week before Fourth, of, a week or so before Fourth of July, that funds the fireworks. It's a great community event. Um, very family oriented. It ties in together all the events that the neighborhood has, um, like a parade that morning, Fourth of July parade. Um, it, it's just a lot of fun. Good, good, good. So you, you say you've ran a, um, some half marathons. Oh, yeah. Are you um, doing any full marathons? Oh, no, I'm... Uh, my body doesn't seem to want to handle anything more than 13 miles. More I, that's 13 more, miles. Than, more than enough. <laughs> hey, it's nothing wrong with that. I, I always tell people each person have their niche. Some people like to run the three, the 5Ks. The 5Ks are perfect now. I'm, I'm happy with the 5Ks. You like the 5Ks? Yes. <laughs> And then I got some people, they love running 10Ks. Every mm -hmm. race they do, it got to be a 10K. Mm -hmm. And then the half marathon. 
The half marathon is, is, is a real interesting race because it's basically two 10Ks. Mm -hmm. And some people like to go out either fast the first one or slow the second half or they or they do vice versa. Go out a little slow the first half and then the second half. They speed up. They or, speed up. Or they pace themselves and they're the same pace. Same pace, the whole thing, and let it go at the end. Mm -hmm. That's my thing. I, I usually set a, a, for the half marathon, I like to set a, a certain pace. Usually, I like to start off at a 9.20s, 9 something like that. I like to slowly get it down into the, hopefully end it somewhere in the um, 8s. Whoa. When I'm finished, I like to be finishing in the wow, 840s. you have the last kick. Yeah, you gotta, I, I like to save it for the end. Because if I go out too fast at the beginning, I'm learning I pay for it at the end. And it right. doesn't feel as fun. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's kind of like a marathon, too. You know, in a marathon, it's, it's one of those wait for it, wait for it. You want to go. And have you done full marathons? Uh, I've done... Um, Next month will be my 12th marathon. Oh, wow. Congratulations. I'm, it's I'm, fantastic. I'll be doing Mount Charleston next month, which is in Nevada. Oh, wow. Um, Las Vegas. So, I'm, I'm in the process of doing all 50 states. Is that a run that goes up a... Um, Down a mountain. It's uh, literally... One of our runners, Andy, I don't know if you met Andy Kaplan, he ran up and, up and down... Pikes Peak okay. in Colorado. Ooh, more power to him. That's a beast. Five and a half hours. Oh. It was climbing rocks and just, um, oh. I don't know how much was it. Was it a 50K? It was a marathon or a 50K? It was 13 miles up, 13 miles down. Ooh. And he's a speedy marathoner. Oh, my goodness. But, that but he was climbing, though. That's right, a different type right. of environment. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was a trail run. Definitely. Oh, Talk yeah. about exhaustion. Um, I didn't personally. I wasn't there, but yeah, uh, he tells us stories. That's, that's when you appreciate what's called aid stations. There's so many miles you go into aid stations, you're able to. Uh, of course, he, he's a 20 something oh, when he did okay. that. So I, I think um, age helps. <laughs> no doubt. Age, age makes a big factor. Right. It's, I got a few runners, though, that's in their 50s that, are, that are, seem like they're peaking out. I, I, I just interviewed a guy named Robert Slater. Every year, this guy seems like he gets faster and faster. I've watched him win some of the races around Detroit, beating all the 20-something-year-olds. Right, I see um, the races that are, the awards are based on age group. It seems like, like women's, their age categories, um, 40s, 50s, the competition is fierce. Yes, it is. I think these people are less busy in life. They're, they're done raising kids or whatever they're doing. <laughs> and they're dedicating more of their time to running and their health. And it's hard to get to place at these in these races because they're beating the 20-somethings. It is, it is. It's amazing. And then I noticed uh, my vegan friends, they are like super fast. Mm -hmm. I, lean and mean. Lean and mean. Right? That's why I had to become a vegetarian myself in, in um, January. I, at the end of January, I said, you know what? I'm going to go a meatless month for February. Since it's only 28 days mm -hmm. in February, I'm going to do meatless month. But, but I just it's kept March going. now. 
So I kept hey, going. Good job. I just said forget it. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't have to have it. So I haven't looked back so far. Excellent. My friends t tell me that wait till barbecue season starts and people start putting the grills on. I'm, so I'm gonna just have to bring my own, my own substitutes. <laughs> to the barbecue. I could teach you a few dishes. You know what? I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I make. I make mean kale quinoa salad. Oh, quinoa. I love quinoa. And, and kale. And kale? Oh, yeah, kale is that one is of the super food. Kale is a superfood. Quinoa is a superfood. Uh, this dish, I am I'm a foodie. Okay. So this dish has um, dried cherries, almonds, I mean, a handful of superfoods. Olive oil, balsamic vinegar. Toss it all together. It's beautiful, oh, and man. and you eat you eat that for three days. You feel invincible. You can feel the energy going through your body. Seriously, wow! I'm not making this up. You, oh, I believe you, you. you need to try this. Yeah, it's not like you could you you run in the dream after that, huh? Yeah, you feel good. If if you're missing nutrients and you don't know it, you've been sluggish. Try eating like that for a few days. I mean, not exclusively. Right, right. But it will give you that extra energy. Right, I think that'd Kima, be nice to do great. Right before race. Like tonight, I got a half marathon tomorrow. Like the week before, maybe not the couple days before. You gotta watch what you're putting in your body, otherwise you're gonna be making pit stops. Right, you don't want to have uh, to go to the bathroom. During a marathon, yeah, not, you don't want that. That's the worst thing in the world. And, and you want to so, hear a funny story? Yeah, yeah. Tell me <laughs> that, a funny that story. That same friend that ran Pikes Peak. Right. I think it was just a. It was the turkey trot, and it was a 10k. The turkey trot downtown. Absolutely. On Thanksgiving. I volunteer for it every year. And I had me these whole grain cookies and it had um, dried fruit and the chocolate chips and a lot of oatmeal and ground flaxseed meal and all that stuff. You set him up. And, and I brought it and I said, this, we carpool. This is for after the race. And I turned around and he ate two before the race. Ooh. Not good. <laughs> Did you say he, something? Well, no, I didn't. I didn't say much, but anyways, after the race, he complained that he had to make a pit stop, and this, never do that. Um, I was like, I told you it was for after the race. <laughs> so that, anyways. Goodness. Yeah, that's the. That's, that's, there's a good tip for you. Yeah, that's the a tip. What not to do right. before a race is eat a lot of fiber. fiber. <laughs> <laughs> or before you go running, a long run. No doubt, no doubt. So what what races do you have um, that Under you plan on doing this year? Oh, well for for sure the run one boom. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, uh, turkey trot. Okay. Um, I have a friend that is trying to talk me into a tri sprint, which is a 5K, 11 miles on a bicycle, and half a mile swimming. Swimming, okay. That and that's sounds... in Anchor Bay. Okay, that sounds cool. Um, the east side of Michigan, Anchor right. Bay. Uh, that's in July. I still haven't given her a definitive yes. I'm kind of doing... A, is it outside? Yes. Ooh, that might but, be a hot day right there. Well, the lake should be warm enough where it's not freezing because it's a shallow bay. Okay. And there won't be big waves and it's difficult to oh, swim in nice. that but I'm just hitting a, a local pool in their on their open swim once a week and see if I can manage to get to that point before I give her a commitment how many laps is a I think it's in the particular pool at the high school um, I think it's 32 lengths 
Okay. Right. I think so. I mean, okay. I, it depends on the length of the pool. Right. Um, Most pools are usually 50 or 20, 25 yards or 50 yards, depending on if it's Olympic, I think it's like 50, I'm not sure, but right. I, I think regular schools when I was going to high school, it was like 25. It's like from here to that, to the, to the window down there. So, um, what else do uh, you plan on doing this year? Anything else on, on, on your plate? On the agenda? I've toned down a little because I have a, a little knee pain. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, I do too. So I have a little a, knee pain. It, it comes and goes, so I, I just have to watch it. I just got introduced to um, something that I'm waiting for it to get to be in the mail tomorrow. It's, it's called Sea C Moss, and it's supposed to be real good. Sea Moss? Yes. So, um, let's see. S like seaweed and kelp has outside of zinc it might have this agent called marine i believe it is that helps with inflammation absolutely so i think that's maybe what the active agent is in there i'm not sure a friend of mine introduced me to it and i said well, let me get this because i was telling them I, I was having an issue with my knee and i'm trying to build up the cartridge and everything he said man you gotta get you some See, see right. I went on I went on Amazon right then and ordered it. Right, I know a lot of people take the supplement that has chondroitin sulfate. Right. Like right, shark cartilage. Right. Shark cartilage. Yeah. But if you're going vegan you don't exactly. vegetarian, you don't want to be doing that. Right. But I know my mom's a, um, she's seventy seven and she's extremely active. Oh yeah? Uh, she's a whippersnapper. I mean she could easily run half a mile just at seventy seven. Wow. She talks to me on the phone um, every week and tells me you should be eating seaweed every week, Alice. Wow. Yeah. When I complain about this or that. Yeah. Um, but it, you know what? Maybe it's an old school um, notion that some people may be missing iodine and th there's other, there's related issues humans have. Right. I don't right. think that's the issue, but there's other things in sea. Now, see, when, sea you say, when you say it's eating seaweed, like like when I have when you have sushi, what they sushi, wrap around, right? And you can get that roasted. I roast it myself. Okay. You brush it with a little like um, olive oil or, uh, or sesame oil. Okay. And you put it in the toaster, like toaster oven. Yeah. See, I gotta learn all of that. I, I sprinkle I, tiny bit of salt. Anyways, right. you eat it like a snack. I mean, kind of like people, kale chips. My, I right, have a friend right. named. Tali Barnes and he makes his own kale chips. Kale chips are really difficult. It takes a lot of time in the oven to dehydrate it. Right. Unless he has he uses a dehydrator. A, he uses a toaster. Where he, he says he puts them in the, if, if I'm not mistaken. Tosses a little bit of uh, like, olive oil. Right. And then he puts it in a regular skillet and he, he um, braises it or whatever. And then he puts makes it Makes it low. Yeah. Yeah, I've tried that. It just seems like a lot of work. Seems like a lot of work just to get some Better chips. to have the kale salad. 
the toss salad. Just go ahead and add a salad. I, I could teach you how to make it. Okay, you're gonna have to give me some of your recipes. Right. No doubt. Right. No doubt. Mm -hmm. I'm excited about learning more recipes this year since I became healthy a, eating. Healthy eating and learning how to make quick meals right. that are that are superfoods and gonna right. give me that extra energy. Because I also quit drinking coffee this year and I was like always drinking um, probably two cups a day. So I haven't had coffee th this whole month of March. So yeah, I've been doing good at it. I've been doing um, substitutes, mostly teas. It's still got a little caffeine, but it's not as bad as um, what's in coffee. And I'm just making better choices in drinking certain things. But uh, yeah, that um, diet is so key to getting that extra few minutes and seconds off of your race time. Oh, that also, right. If you're nutritionally depleted, you're gonna have a poor race. Um, there was a, there's this one friend in there, Tony, he, um, he's done many marathons. Okay. But there was one week I remember he was um, sluggish and, and I, I was in, um, a few days, like two days before the race. I said, hey, I made some soup. I made um, this green soup. It has collard greens and kale in it and, it, and spinach and it's oh pureed. It looks like baby food. And it had chicken stock in it. And I also made this um, butternut squash soup. Okay. So a lot of beta carotene. Anyways, it, this other soup, um, the green soup, you drink that for a few days, but not the day before the race. Okay, okay. Replenish all those nutrients, anything that's missing. He PR'd. Personal record. Wow. That race. And I, I mean, can I attribute it to that? And he, you know what? I don't think it hurt. I'm sure it helped. I mean, me, no doubt. personally, no I think doubt. it helped. No so doubt. this pureed soup is great. I mean, you can use chicken stock for it. Um, it has like risotto rice, like a little handful of it, like a quarter cup in a pot. Okay. And you simmer it in the stock right. until the rice is soft. Well, actually, first you saute a little bit of onions, a little olive oil. Right, right. And then you put your stock in and, and the quarter cup of rice. And then you wash all your greens and throw it in there. So like colored greens and kale, they take longer, so you might simmer those for 15 minutes. Oh yeah. Spinach you only put in the last five. Right, right. And then you let it cool down a little, and then you puree it. Like an immersion blender, oh, or you pour goodness. it into a blender. Right, mix it all up together. And so it's this creamy soup, and you're like, what? And you can salt it, or pepper, or whatever you like to put in it. But you say it's kind of stringy? It's not stringy once you puree it. Okay. It's just smooth. Okay, it's smooth. And the risotto rice makes it creamy, so it's not just like you're drinking own pure Oh, so that risotto rice is key to that. Okay. Yeah, it, it makes it a little thick and more creamy. I don't know how else to say it without dairy And, and you blend that with it, too. And, yes. And um, you got to get the proportion sort of right. But it's, there's no exact science. There's no exact recipe because it depends on how many greens you use. And right, how, right. You how figure much it the out. greens absorb liquids. Okay. Okay. So this soup is amazing. Oh my god. Amazing for any athlete. For energy. Or anyone, really. Your anyone. homemade super, super yeah. foods, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, sweet, sweet. at 
it's a great thing. I'm such a foodie. I, uh, yeah. Hey, I, 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 you know what? That's what this show is all about. Running the dream is totally not just running, but talking about things getting that are healthy. Tips, getting tips. tips from other people. Absolutely. And that's the great thing about our running group, Royal Oak Area Runners. We share ideas. We support each other. Um, you know, it opens up your world, opens up your mind. Amen. Instead of just running solo and not really, you know, just going on the web to get your information. What's and going on? We coming from, um, what's the name of this? This is uh, the Bean and Leaf. Bean and Leaf. This is where... Um, A coffee shop in Royal Oak. Yes, coffee shop in Royal Oak where the Roar, which is Royal Oak um, area, runners. area Runners, they meet here. Um, after they run they three or five miles on Saturday morning, they meet at the library at um, Royal Oak Public Library at, at 9 a.m. And then we run and we come over here and they have all kinds of nice danishes and muffins Baked goods and, and healthy snacks. Healthy snacks. Sandwiches. Oh, I just ate a yeah. real nice um, egg and cheese and croissant. And then they got the nice fluffy croissant sandwiches here at this shop nice. here. And also the Bean and Leaf um, has been sponsoring us to pay our website dues. Absolutely. Our fee. Um, our, our stickers right on the door. And that's awesome because you, you guys are being sponsored by Bean and Leaf. And you guys are also supporting Bean and oh, Leaf every, every week. Every, every week. We bring at it's least a, it's an awesome 10 to 20 people every week awesome on Awesome relationship. Morning. Awesome mm -hmm. relationship you guys have with this. Fantastic staff here. Yeah. I, I really enjoy the um, customer service they have here at Bean and Leaf also. Man, this is this is a this is this is a nice place to come after you make you just want to run just to come to Bean and Leaf oh, yeah. and hang out. And you get your friends here, yeah. you get to chat. Great start for the weekend. For the, yeah, for the morning, mm -hmm. you know, Saturday, Saturday morning. morning right. After you leave here, you you good for the day. Yeah, yeah. I can I can go home and take a nap after this. <laughs> Man, this is awesome. But I gotta get that suit. That's what you just told me. The green suit. The green suit. There's a lot of versions of it. Yeah. I guess it depends on what kind of greens. Like I tried mustard greens once. It right. Makes it, makes it bitter. You have to play around with yeah. it to see what, yeah, what, what you, you like. like. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's 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 good talk right there. So you got how many? You know about how many members are with this group? It's a few hundred probably. Huh? Yeah. Um, there's regular members that have been. Our mainstay for a decade now. Okay. Um, but you know, some people come and go as right. only during the warm weather they're here. I call um, them fair weather runners. But on a <laughs> Saturday morning, in by next month, we'll easily have thirty runners show up in the morning. Okay. And our Tuesday night run is highly uh, attended. Okay. And in the summer, we can expect 50 to 60 people at a time that show up and run at 7 p.m. Uh, from the Royal Public Library. Now, um, Alice, I noticed what I really like about this Royal Oak community is the way you guys cross over. Like, some of you guys are belong to Hanson's, Hanson's running, group running Group and Running for Brews. They have a Monday night run. Um, yeah, it's a 
the running community is great. Yeah. And we share events. I mean, they have little holiday parties and they invite us. Yeah. And like Hanson's is uh, throwing us a spring fling every year. Yeah, I got invited. Right. Sh Sharon, Sharon um, Garcia right. invited me to the to the spring, spring fling. fling. And they give us a nice 20% discount. Right. And they they feed us and provide us drinks and. Um, it's uh, it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. They come to our runs, we can go to their runs. It's not, I mean, no club like this is exclusive. Everyone is welcome. Right. And that's the great thing. All ages, any anyone from all walks of life. Wow. We've seen it. We've seen it all. That's good. I was talking to um, Rebecca Grace. Yes. And she was telling me, she invited me to the um, first Monday of... Um, June, they have their their birthday little party there where they meet on that Monday, mm -hmm. and they're gonna have like a nice little um, party thing going on. There Rebecca also. Grace, um, that young lady is on a. Um, she has this is kind of an offshoot of right. just being in this group. Okay. Um, for a couple years, she has joined forces with me and uh, a handful of other people to build uh, 200 to 300 burritos every month for the homeless, to feed the homeless of Detroit. Every month? The riverfront west side of Detroit. Wow. And there's a gentleman called Jeremiah Chappelle who has okay. a website. Okay. That's, um, he has a FundMe account, but he has a website, Jeremiah has a website where he tries to feed the homeless of Detroit 365 days a year. Yeah. Um, That's anyhow, awesome, awesome we made, so we get together at someone's house and we build these burritos. We all pitch in the ingredients and then we box it all up and Jeremiah distributes it and sometimes um, a couple people go with him either on bicycle, by car, downtown. Okay. I mean, he knows the streets. Um, to be safe, you have to go in a group. Right, right. Um, or just let him because he knows. He knows the area. Yeah, yeah he, okay. he had a... Um, I guess you could look up his history. I, okay. I wanted to divulge misinformation here. Right, right. But... Um, Fantastic. Rebecca's been volunteers to do these kind of things, and I think she's doing it with her work group also, outside of um, us doing it. Um, the per person that initiated this uh, building of the burritos every month was uh, a young lady named Millie Hayes. She lived in Royal Oak for many, a few years. Um, she did last year moved to Texas so we okay. miss her dearly right. but she started this burrito making wow that is awesome and, uh, she's an angel that's an awesome uh, discipline uh, to every right. month to be making right. that beady burritos every and, month and, and just uh, it feels it really feels good it really feels good to do that it's like giving back and the recipients of that oh I know right. they enjoy especially it. in the cold weather and they whatever isn't handed out on the streets the rest go to a shelter okay. that evening. Wow. So, um, it, it's a wonderful thing for... Is that like in the Cass Corridor area, or um, where is it, that? I, I believe it's distributed in the West Riverfront area. West Riverfront. Area of Detroit, downtown Detroit. Okay. Um, but, as I said, Jeremiah Chappelle, um, his website, 
will elaborate more. Yeah, I'll, I'll have and to look him up. And he has videos of the distribution on the streets, and uh, he talks with the homeless. He well, really keep, keep up the heart. good keep up the good work, Jeremiah. It's all like Je Jeremiah. And he's he'd be a fantastic person for you to to chat talk with. to. Okay. Yes. Maybe I could hook you up. I, I, I like, I love his name, Jeremiah. That's one of the prophets of old. And he's uh, taking care of the, the people, he and has, helping them get to the promised land. I like he that. He has a heart of gold. He truly does. Good, good. Awesome, awesome. Well, I really enjoyed talking to you, Alice. It's been wonderful. You seem like you're a real nice person, and you got a lot of good information. I'm going to have to get some more of these recipes from you, no doubt. <laughs> Fantastic. Will do. Sire, great speaking with you. And you all out there in my um, listening audience, I want you to know that uh, Rural Oak is doing it. They're doing it over here at Rural Oak with the running. Uh, they all out here running the dream and having a great time. And I want you all to stay abreast to the um, Ready to Dream podcast. And this is another episode. And I am your host, Lucire Boy. And remember, God loves you, and I do too. Good job. It's Monday again, and I'm over here at Running for Brews, and I have Alice and Joy with me running. Hello, Alice. Tell me about your um, your run story. How did you start running? Um, I first started running with my dad, and we used to do training runs, and then um, I just kind of kept with it, and. I, um, I'm a doctor. I had moved to Minnesota, and when I came back, I found running for brews. And it's the highlight of my Monday. You know? Uh, Richard is terrific. Rebecca's great. The camaraderie. And it's just a great way to start off the week. Don't you think, Cyrus? Oh, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. I um, really enjoyed this group. I started with them last Monday. And I thought running at seven was so much comfortable. Right. And considering where I live on the other side of town, it gave me more time to get here considering um, rush hour traffic. Right. With Detroit traffic, you never know. Absolutely. <laughs> so, I'm glad you made it. Oh, thanks. Thanks. How many races have you done? Um, I think I've done like 10 or 15. My all-time favorite race... I kind of just do one a year, is the Detroit Free Press. I feel like there's no city like Detroit. You wake up at 5.30 and the city is just alive. Um, the police are wonderful. They're supporting everything. And it's just such a great feeling. Have you done Detroit Free Press? I've done Detroit Free Press full marathon five times. The full marathon? The full marathon five. God love you. And I've done the half once. Okay. And then after that, I decided to do all 50 states. Oh. So. Wow. Next month, I'm doing... Uh, Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. So, 
What other runs do you do? Um, I do the Tuesday night uh, Roar run. Roar. Oh, I, I love Roar. I ran with Roar this past Saturday. Met up with them at the library. How was it? Oh, it was awesome. Awesome. Did you go for coffee after? You know I did. Quit playing. <laughs> I went over there to Bean and Lee. I love that Bean and Lee. And had a real good time there. Got a good interview in there. And um, they have an awesome group over there. Yeah. Sharon's really nice. Oh, yes. Sharon Garcia. Yeah. Awesome personality. Awesome personality. Yes, yes. No doubt. So, yeah, so I just like it. It's nice after a hard Monday to come and relax. Um, besides the free press marathon, do you have any other um, runs on the table? I really liked Corktown. That's always fun. Corktown race, that's the one that I'm a volunteer at. Oh, really? Um, downtown Runners and Walkers, we, we put on that race. Wow, great job. It's such a terrific race. And I'm, I have the opportunity to be at the starting line okay and i hold the banner with doug curtis oh for the first um I always dress for, like, going yeah, first place fair. male and female to come through so i've been enjoying doing that okay. since like 2011. i wear an all green suit wow and we're getting it in that's an awesome uh, experience Corktown race it had like 5,000 participants this year. Okay. Um, usually it has anywhere between that and I've seen in the upwards of 8,000 8, on a nice warm day. That's a lot of people. You'll get for a 10, boy, for a 5K, that's amazing. It's amazing. Yes. But because it's um, St. Patty's um, celebration, St. Patty's Day celebration. People from all over, every walk of life comes to that race. Yeah. It's just so cool to be running in Detroit, don't you think? Oh yeah, no doubt. It's like a good group. We're just missing the train. I feel like Yeah, we just ran across a train track and you can see the train light coming. Right at Toward us. us. If, we, if we was five minutes, five minutes later, <laughs> we would have been waiting for a train. Uh, Are you done Boston Marathon? Um, not yet. That's the goal. That's the goal. Yes. I'll probably get that between 50 and 55. I'll be 50 next year, so. Oh, congratulations. I get a a couple extra few extra minutes <laughs> to qualify at that age. That's good. Yeah, I'm excited. Hopefully you'll get to meet my boyfriend and his sister are coming to meet us for a drink. Oh after. okay yeah. um Rollo Bury. Yeah it's kinda nice. People can just come for the drink portion. You know, if they don't run. Yeah, they just want to hang out. I like the vibe. You know, it was funny when I 
when I came today, I saw Sarah Williams, her husband, and a few other people running. And I, in my head, I said, man, maybe they started at 6.30. But they were getting some early miles, miles in. in. Yeah. Sarah won Corktown, didn't she? Yes, she did. For the women. That was she came in first place for the women. Fantastic. I was there holding a the banner when she came she through. Yeah. You're fine. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it's awesome knowing runners that are um, winning races in the metro area. Hey, Matt, how are you? Hey, Matt, what's going on? I like that. Did you see Brandy? I love how she posts, like, the funniest things. Like, I felt like I, she posted this thing, a nap and me. Did you see that? Oh, she loves naps. She's always napping. She took like a three hour nap yesterday after Roxy up. I ain't mad at her. I was right there with her. <laughs> I was at home in my bed like, hoo hoo. Let me get this sleep on. Oh, I know. I was like, I was resisting it. I took some coffee and I was like, I was watching basketball. I was like, wow, this couch is pretty comfortable. And I woke up at like 5 o'clock and I was like, what happened? Matt, what's your, what's your last name, Matt? I What's up? Oh, hey, we are we on the Running the Dream podcast right now? Yes, you are. <laughs> you running? You running the dream, Matt? You, you just became. I felt, I felt like a flat tire yesterday. <laughs> you were on the island with me, right? Yeah, for sure. We did the relay. Last couple miles of the relay. Awesome. He's talking about. You didn't take the out with us. Gross eel, Roxy F half marathon was yesterday to my listening audience and uh great race supports a great cause yes uh, been going strong for a while i think this is the seventh year they put eighth year they put on the race wow keeps growing every year nice hometown race yes did you have a good race yesterday oh i i was really surprised it was more wind than the year before oh yeah and i beat that time literally by 20 something seconds. Wow. Which is funny. Well, it's a testament to your training. You know, you've been putting in the work yes. for a while. It's been consistent. Maybe it hasn't been what you wanted, but it's been consistent. I've always seen you out there posting. So. Well, what happened, uh, Matt and Allison, I became a vegetarian. Okay. Okay. Um, February. February. Okay. So I've noticed that. After I lost 10 pounds, my pace went up. Okay. Yeah. So Do you feel like you have a little bit more energy? I have more energy. I'm like literally sleeping less. It's like I wake up fully energized. Wonderful. So it's, it's been a great um, journey that I'm on. Uh oh, we got seven seconds. Can we do it? Let's stop traffic, everybody. If they see enough of us, they'll stop. Exactly. Except this car, he wants to get by. Come on, keep it moving. Shake what your mama gave you, run people. We did it, we did it. All right, we just made it across Woodward. We're now in Huntington Woods from Royal Oak. And we barely made the traffic. Oh, that was pretty sweet. Hey, this is awesome, we're beating trains. Yeah, we beat the train, yep. Traffic lights. 
What a nice day. Perfect day. Okay, we got Rashard Jones on the corner giving us high fives. All right. Yes. Two in the street. Is okay. Let's run in the street. I like running in the street better than the sidewalk. You just make sure you all in the listening area. If you're running, run towards traffic, not with traffic. Yep. Yeah, that's a good. Okay. We got. Speaking of that, we got a car behind us. <laughs> take about 10 days off because I uh, had a little tendonitis in my toe. Oh, uh, kind of painful there, huh? Yeah. So just on my way back from that. Um, How many people went to the crash CCF with you? I think about a thousand in the race. Okay. So I'm not sure how many from this area. You know, got in that gym, I was like, I know you. I know you. I know you. <laughs> Ain't that funny? I know. And then some faces I didn't know. Right. But I recognize them. Yep. I said, I know that person, but I don't know their name. <laughs> yeah. But they're part of the running family. Yep. Yeah, we're all family. So you're like... Man, look at this group. Yeah. They're in the middle of the street <laughs> and on both sides of the sidewalk. This is the D. This is how we do. This is how we do in the D. <laughs> Metro area Detroit. Represent. a lot more reaction time if you see the traffic coming. Not to be if you hear it. <laughs> you know that's right. That's right. We're about 50 people deep almost here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I knew when the weather would change. It's like 50 degrees right now. That people would come out. Daylight savings. That helps a little bit. Yeah, daylight savings always help. A lot of people don't like running in the dark. Well, I'm going to go off the air for now. And you all, thanks for um, listening. listening. And um, keep continuing. Yeah, say that, say that again, Matt. Be inspired. Be a baller. <laughs> Live the dream. Live in the dream. In Detroit City. Running the dream. Running the dream. And more importantly, you all out there in the listening land, make sure you be in the dream. Exactly. Preach.